being a mom is fun. Being a mom is random <laughs> because you just don't know what these kids are going to say on a daily basis. Um, hi, welcome to the Morning After Podcast with Mike Keller, Jenny Matthews, Taters here. And uh, we have labeled this podcast Private Parts today. Right. Shout out Howard Stern. Right. Great movie. Never seen it. Are you serious? As a radio As a, guy, should oh, I have seen that movie? Oh, 100%. You okay. should totally go see the movie. So, or go see it. Like, it's at the theater. Right. <laughs> it's so old. Right. I'm going to see Private Parts. I'm going to see Titanic after that. I mean, one of the Star Wars movies. <laughs> Double feature. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, but I never know what's going to come out of my kids' mouths. And my son is nine. My daughter's 11. And she's a little more reserved. He's definitely, I mean, you've been around him. He's a boy. He's a boy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, boy. Nothing he said has ever shocked me because I'm like, yeah, as a nine-year-old boy, I've said similar things. He's... Just wait till he start. Well, he does start cussing. Wait till he starts cussing more regularly. It's hilarious. Well, Jules is about to have the puberty talk at school tomorrow. So next week, I'll have to give you an update on how that goes. But he's asking me, she's talking to me about it. And, you know, she's kind of just a little mortified that they have to talk about that at school. And last year, they talked about hygiene as far as that goes. So it was more like just, hey, you know, might need to start wearing deodorant. You know, you might start being a little smelly just as you get older. Do you know what I mean? Like it was more like that kind of stuff. Okay. I honestly do not know all that it will cover tomorrow, but I'm pretty sure it's all of it. Hey, as a parent, does that bother you? Like, wouldn't you rather have like a, a an outline of what they're going to tell them so then you can be prepared to answer questions that your kids might have when they get home? I would like the outline. I would like to be prepared just because I'm totally curious too. Right. But I like that they would do the ground, lay the groundwork, if you will. And then mm. I could talk to them more about it for any questions that they have. But for them to get all the basics out at school, I'm good with that. One of the most hilarious things you've ever told me is your son, who's nine years old, who you've said like a couple years from now, you're going to be like, oh my God, when he figures out everything he can do with that thing that he has there, <laughs> holy cow, look out. I mean, I'm serious. He has no idea. <laughs> like, he just doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. So he, so, so I'm talking to her about the whole like puberty talk's going to happen in school and he's like, puberty like what are they going to be talking about i'm like well it's probably going to be honestly a lot of penises and vaginas like oh, i just okay. said it right? right i just said it <laughs> and he's like oh my god and he's making like gaggy sounds and all the things and is that all you said or did you tell him about how like maybe explain what a menstrual cycle no, is but no we didn't even get to that we didn't so even get to that that's he's all gagging. i said he's gagging and we're not even you don't even realize all the Things that those parts do. That's hilarious. He's going hey, to die. When puberty he finds is it. another one of those words. We, we did, it was not too long ago, <laughs> we did the top 10 most disgusting words to say, and we've realized that the letter U is a disgusting letter. Puberty. Yeah. Pu puberty, and then, and, because and, like, the top, or like number four was moist. No one likes the word moist. Puss was number one. Puss was number That's got to, but that w words. That have Uvula. that, yeah, <laughs> uterus, like not as bad, but but it seems like words that have the letter U, especially the long U, U sound, yeah, or moist, like mm. like any. <laughs> I wish you could see our faces right now, how dumb yeah. we look, because we're going so dumb. So that was a topic in the house this week. Um, I was also helping my son with his spelling words last night. And honestly, he's in a pretty, I think for third grade, he's in a pretty high spelling group. Like okay. some of his words are like dictation. Like that's a pretty big word, right? Sure. So <laughs> he's looking through all of his words and there's a lot of D-I-C-T, you know, in the words. Or dictionary, Dict yeah, dictation. dictionary, dictation. He's like, mom, there's a lot of dick in here. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you? <laughs> that's, that got me right there. That's a lot of dick in here. And I wish you guys could hear him when he says this stuff because you've met him, you've hung out with yeah. him. Like he's just real, like matter of fact about. He's kind of like a twenty-year-old right. in a nine-year-old body. You know, he's just like There's a lot of dick in here. <laughs> God, and what a perfect moment to drop a that's what she said. Oh, my God. He loves to say that's what she said. He does not understand, like, at all what he's saying. <laughs> He'll use it in the totally wrong times and wrong context, and I can't wait till he figures out that one either. Fantastic. Yeah, it's amazing. Your your son's been on a roll lately because I made a note here because you st- <laughs> told me a story a couple days ago that apparently... Were you at the grocery store? Or Okay, do we all remember, those of us who are old enough to watch Friends... The sitcom back in the day. Perfect example. Uh huh. And, and Jennifer Aniston would always wear the shirts, and we're on the podcast. Her nipples were always out. Always. All right. It was always a cold day in New York when Jennifer Aniston was and on. And there Friends. was no kind of padding in her bra whatsoever, if she even had one on. Yeah. The the brights were on. Always. Always with Jennifer Aniston. So we were watching TV the other day. I wish I could remember what it was, but um, he looks right over at me, and again with that matter of fact. And he's like, Mom, her shirt is kind of thin. I can, I can see her titty dots. <laughs> her titty dots. <laughs> get it trending. Hashtag titty dots. Hashtag Put it on Twitter. Let's see if we can get it trending. Like, I just, he just makes me laugh. He's so gosh darn funny. Um, By the way, so the next time oof. you're out and about and you happen to see a woman who maybe forgot to put on a, a, a bra or something and you see, you know, the, the protrusion of the nipple. <laughs> You're going to think in your head, I can see her titty dots. I can see her titty dots. And you're welcome for that. God, I love the things we can't say on the radio. Let's this... that one trending. I know. I know. Because we've had this all this stored up to talk about. But oh yeah, this gosh. definitely is not for the air. And then you talk about um, you know, how your daughter's <laughs> going to get the puberty talk tomorrow with school. Yeah. Your son asked you, like within the last week, the, the classic question that you don't want to answer yet because he's too young. You told me this over the weekend. He asked you, Mom... How how do you even get pregnant? No, he said he oh. said how does it, well basically, but he's like how does a baby even get there? Like, right. How does it even get in your stomach? And he's totally serious because hey. he just doesn't you know it, like all kids he just has no idea. Right. The stork. And right. I mean and the thing is like he knows my kids both know that they were IVF babies and because I've been very open with them about that. But like when I think about that they don't even know they don't know what that means. Mm-mm. So they know they were created in a lab, but like. To, to them, all babies could be created in a lab. Like, yeah, they so don't know. For all you know, like I feel like if, if I'm putting myself in the brain of a nine-year-old, because most of the time we still act like it on the morning show, so I could see them thinking like, okay, so here's what you do. When you're ready to be a parent, you found someone you love and you want to be a mommy and daddy, you go, you call the doctor. Yep. And you say, hey, doctor, I'd like to put in an order for a baby. Could you grow one at the lab and send it to us when it's ready? Or like send it to... Or, or, or maybe you put it, then you put it in your. He yeah. probably thinks like you take a baby pill, you swallow it, and it grows in your belly. Yes, right. and and you know I also don't like to lie to my kids. I don't want, you know, I don't like to just. I don't want to make up a story and explain like how it gets in there. Well, the store, the stork, or something like that. Like so, but I'd rather just avoid it because I don't want to. I'm just not ready. He's not ready. He's not mature enough for that conversation yet. Um, But I mean, honestly, we're getting there because he's asking a lot of questions. I just I don't want him to have that information yet. Not because I don't think he could process it. He's going to go to school. He's going to tell all the friends. And I know the friends don't know yet. You know what I mean? Right. So we're just not there yet. Um, but on that note. You'll never I... guess what mom had to do to dad or what dad had to do a mom a whole bunch of times <laughs> so I could be here. And it didn't work. So then they had to go to the lab. 
Let me tell you about the old turkey baster in the Petri dish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, and then the only... Okay, this is probably private parts, so we're getting it all out right now, and then we'll talk about something else. So then I told you that my daughter, who, again, is just more reserved and not nearly as silly when it comes to this stuff. Yes. And she comes home, and she'll ask me genuine questions, because she's, she's curious about just all sorts of things. And she said the other day, she's like, Mom, yeah, lunch. She's like... We were talking about the weirdest thing, and I was like, "What?" And she's like, "Well, one of the boys said he was all bricked up." <laughs> Dude, none of us knew what this meant. So I immediately text. I first asked my husband. I'm like, "Do you know what that means?" He's like, "I have no idea." I text you, and you're like, "I got nothing." Came right. in, asked Tater. N- like none of you have heard about it. And I think if you use your imagination now that we're on this topic, you can figure out what it means. I don't think. No, I don't think you can. But I'll share it if you're uncomfortable. I sharing. am uncomfortable. You can share so, it. No, it's basically look. When you're a boy, you start getting boners for the first time. That's what it is, right? And, and you know, but you still got your pants or your shorts on, so it's like a little tent pops up in the front of your pants, right? Hey, worst is when you're like 12 years old at a swimming pool and you see like an 18-year-old in a bikini. Forget about Forget. it. You can't control that thing. It just whoop, stand a ten hut. I will say for guys, I feel sorry for you in that way, especially when you are growing up and, you know, those things are happening, like, probably yeah. more than they ever will. Um, so, I didn't know what it meant. She didn't know what it meant. So when you when you pitch a tent, mm. you know, when you're a, guy, you're a boy, that thing goes up and you can't control it. You're 12, 13 years old. That thing goes up. Apparently that is now called... Bricked up. You get bricked up. It's when I, you got a... You had a boner with your pants yeah. on, and it pops straight out, <laughs> like that up. Anchorman scene. Remember the Anchorman scene? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, my challenge is for either one of you to, miss, to use bricked up in a sentence before this podcast is over. You got it. We can make that happen. <laughs> I once was bricked up in um, no, no, it's school. Not, it's not too early. early. You, you got to wait. wait like five no, or ten I, minutes. No, I'm, I'm just going to tell you a real story about uh, what happened. So I was, oh. Oh, you, want me to, well, you want me to keep the... No, now I want to hear it now. Yeah, now I mean, we're already so, so dirty I'm here. bricked up just to hear it. Wait. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm bricked up, and I don't even have a brick. (laughs) (laughs) You sure? No. um, So I was in school one time, and uh, let's just say I was I was uh, talking to a girl that I I liked, (laughs) and we weren't anything, but I just had a crush on her, and I got a little bricked up in the hallway, and so I walked down the hall with my backpack in front of me because I was trying to hide it, and everybody was just like, "Man, why are you walking so awkward?" I'm like. (laughs) I'm like, get it back up. So they start pushing my backpack out of the way, and let's just say everybody saw that. And this is middle school, so, I mean, it was like, it was terrible. I mean, it's going to happen. Walk down the middle school hallway Mm. with a chub, man. What a time. I know, right? Jeez. My ICP shirt on and my Jinko jeans. And you could see your pee because it was popping up a little, right? (laughs) So when it happens to my son, because it does, just like happens, and he he, he wants to tell me about it every time. He's like, Mom, look at this! (laughs) It's like a diving board! And I'm like, okay. And so my husband always be like, tell it to go away. Tell it to go away. Tell it to go away. Just tell it to go away. So I'll see him like talking to himself. He's like, go away. Go away. How does Matthew react to all this? Does he laugh? How does your husband react not, to all you this? You know, he's just, we're so silly in my house. Yeah. He just, all you can do is laugh. It's, it's just quite a time. If you could just be a fly on the wall and hear some of the conversations that occur, it's, it's hilarious. I do think we should move on though. Cause that was a lot of dirty talk. Well, here's the thing. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, and this is, this is, this is not. This is kind of dirty talk, but it's also a real talk. It's it's conversations that we need to have as adults because I saw this the other day, and this is something that I'll admit I was uncomfortable bringing it up on the radio because I didn't know how that audience would react. Our podcast people know kind of what this is, but I think this is actually a serious conversation, and not that anything, it's, it's not controversial, or maybe it will become one. I don't know. Disney Pixar has announced they're releasing a new movie next uh, at some point in time, and it's called Turning Red, and it is the story of a girl who reaches that age, who reaches puberty, and she experienced 
the menstrual cycle for the first time. And it seems like a really strange thing for Disney Pixar to bring up, right? But I guess when they pitched this and they created it, Pixar, zero objections. And their goal, and I, I think it's an admirable goal. I just think it's kind of, personally, I think this is a weird way to go about achieving that goal. But their goal is to normalize talking about periods, to make it not seem as weird to talk about periods. And I admire that goal, but I'll say this as a man and, and, and thinking back to when I was a boy, there is no way you can prepare a boy when he learns what happens to women every month. It's just, there's no way that's not going to sound weird to especially a boy when he hears that for the first time. Well, to be honest with you, it's weird when you as a girl, right. me as a young girl, find out that's going to happen. I mean, it's weird. <laughs> the whole thing's weird. No, and I'm all about normalizing it, normalizing lots of things. But the thing of it is, do we really need an entertaining movie about it? We don't. Here's what I think. I commend them for maybe wanting to make something as a tool, maybe a resource. If parents have a hard time explaining to their kids or maybe they don't understand you know, what it's about, like it's some sort of a resource film. Do you know what I mean? But not like, do you want to get some popcorn and get some friends together and go see this at the movies? In no. a theater near you. Come on. Pixar presents Turning Red. That's... And even the name of it no. is a little cringeworthy, it's isn't it? So, it's so... whole thing's cringy. I'm not here for that. That's that's weird. That's what, just too far. What I think they should do is actually show that for your like daughter in school. Be like, that's what just, I mean. Yeah, that should be like an educational thing. Not like, yeah, let's go... And that Sit w- down at a movie theater and watch. That's disgusting. Yeah, if you, you, guys, ask me. you guys want to watch Pixar's Turning Red, or you want to catch the new John Wick over in Theater Twelve? You know? <laughs> like, God, can we hit both of them up? They say they both sound Pixar's great. new movie Turning Red centers on a girl who uncontrolled. And of course, they don't like. You, you know, it, it's all uh, metaphors and, and representation. So what it is is it centers on a girl who uncontrollably morphs into a giant red panda. Come on. With the metaphorical connection to other big red turning point in many girls' lives, uh, the director doesn't see the topic as taboo, even for a movie geared towards young audiences. The movie openly talks about periods and doesn't shy away from the nitty-gritty of puberty. No one discusses the... Uh, that after uh, she, she she changes the character, I guess, changes shape, freaks out that she's changing shape and goes and hides in the bathroom. And it goes on from that. I'm trying. I'm reading this as I'm no, telling it to you. I hear and you. I, and, I, and like again, as a resource film or something like Tater and I were saying, that's I could oh see gosh. it for that, but and not the, not as a, an entertaining the panda. movie. <laughs> he turns into a red panda, but then they say there's a scene where she hides in the shower because she's concerned about suddenly growing fur. Oh no! <laughs> oh my gosh! Now we're talking about pubic hair. This oh. is just getting. So who plays this character? Have they have they announced who's who's the voice? I, it, it doesn't look like uh, like I. Can't can't see Mila Kunis or something being like, yeah, let me be a, a, a giant panda, a.k.a. a mm. blood splatter. I mean, basically, it's just I, disgusting, what? dude. It's just Well, it's not disgusting. Much. It is natural. No, and right, I understand right, right. wanting to educate them. I think we all agree that the issue is that it's a major motion picture that you can watch on <laughs> Disney Plus right after Boba Fett, you know? Like, get out of here. Yeah, I mean, I, like again, I'm all for normalizing conversations about <laughs> lots of taboo things, but there's a time and a place, and I just don't think for entertainment purposes that that's necessarily the way to go but what do i know hey you knew when you clicked on it the name of the episode was private parts so uh that being said we will move on to uh because actually you know what this last week i have been transformed i feel i feel 10 years younger than i do and and, but not necessarily in a good way but so my wife shout out to my wife and i think on next week's podcast I'll, i'll tell you where she's going but she had uh she left her old job because she got an awesome opportunity at a new company 
but she took she was able to take like a two week hiatus from work, which awesome for her. That's the that's great. And so she is. Um, she took the time, and if, if you listen to us, you know, my wife is originally from Chicago. Her whole family still lives in Chicago. We usually take one or two trips up there every year, and um, she took the opportunity. She's like, you know, I've got time. Uh, so she has spent the entire last week. She actually, as we're recording this podcast, I'm picking her up this afternoon, uh, but she's been gone for a week. And I got to tell you, I forgot how to live like a bachelor. Oh, it sure. is weird. Also, doesn't the house just feel totally different? It's it's quiet. Mm-hmm. It's obnoxiously quiet. And even with the two dogs. Yep. It's really quiet. But I got to tell my favorite part about it has been my eating habits. And it hasn't been totally unhealthy by any means. Not exactly healthy either, but it's been it's just been different. So the two things that my wife hates, like she doesn't hate, but she does not like them, so we don't ever get it. But my wife doesn't like hamburger helper. Which is crazy. I love hamburger. What the hell is that? Like, who doesn't like hamburger helper? And she's like, that's not real cheese. And I'm like, that's okay. why it's so good. <laughs> we don't exactly. know what it is. <laughs> but she'll make these box meals. They're the exact same thing, but instead, they're, they're these uh, Velveeta meals. And it's Velveeta cheese, which to my knowledge isn't real cheese. I don't know. I don't is know it? What it? But is. it comes out of a packet. You squeeze it, it goes, mm. and like, it's you know, it's so good. Yeah, it's awesome. But like, we'll make these box meals like that. And it's the same thing it's rice. And like broccoli, broccoli out of a packet, and um, the fake cheese, and you just cut up a pound of chicken instead of a pound of beef. How is that not the same thing? It is the same thing. It's the same thing, and they literally call it like pan meals. And I'm like, that's that's what that's what hamburger helper is, right? But she is convinced she just loathes the hamburger helper, wants nothing to do with it. So anyway, so I made box of hamburger helper while she was gone. Chat had it had for lunch or dinner that night, and then lunch the next day. Fantastic. I ordered a. Large New York style pepperoni pizza from Papa John's that lasted a couple of meals. <laughs> nice. That was very good. But my wife, and I don't know, Tater, this might be a St. Louis thing. I think here in Kansas City, they call it like the pork shoulder or pork blades or something like that. But in St. Louis, we just call it pork steaks. Oh, yeah, pork steaks. Pork steaks are awesome. People don't understand that. So easy to cook. I mean, literally just cook them till they're hot. I mean, they're, they're you Is know. Is it like the round ham? Is that what you're talking about? Like the no, 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 no. It's just, it's like a steak. It looks like a steak. Brown like a steak. But steak. it's pork. But oh. it looks like a steak. Okay. It's, it's pork steak. It's not. Okay. It's not cow. It's pig. Yeah. And uh, I love them. And you just literally, I just throw them on the grill. I'll, I'll slather it in barbecue sauce immediately. Cook it for like 15 minutes. One, flip it. Slather barbecue sauce on the other side. Let it cook right into the beef. It's or into the pork. It's so good. Mm. And I and they're and they're super cheap. You'll get like four of them for 10 bucks at High V. It's awesome. And she just doesn't care for them. And. I mean, I don't like Chinese food, and she does, so I can't be mad. Like, we each have our own things that we like, so I can't be mad. But, like, oh, my gosh, I went, and I just wanted one. But I couldn't find The only thing I could find was a family pack. <laughs> so I've got four pork, and I've cooked two of them, but she's back today. So I'm going to have two pork steaks still sitting in the freezer. I don't know when I'll even get to cook these things. But Hamburger Helper, Papa John's Pizza, and pork steaks, mm. I'm telling you, have been 90% of my diet for the last week. Plus, I know you were on a gaming marathon because what happened that day that I, I tried to get a hold of you or something? You're like, I, oh, no, I didn't hear back on a text. I sent this like long text with lots of details, and I was really waiting for your response. I heard nothing for hours, and I was like, no. oh, wow, I guess he thought my idea was stupid. Bro. And then you text me back, and you're like, I'm so sorry. I've been really wrapped up in my... Whatever it is, PlayStation. I went back to an older Assassin's Creed video game. Shout out to anyone who knows the Assassin's Creed it was the Black Flag one, the pirate game. Love that game. And I found it. You could like buy it. It was like ten bucks to play it. I was like, absolutely, I'm going to do this. And uh, no Katie there. I, and I had to volume up real loud because she wasn't there working from home or anything. Me and the dogs were sitting chilling. 
And I am telling you, I think it, and, and I'm not going to just like say some absorbent, like some, some crazy number. I'm going to tell you the exact real amount of time I played, I think was about six and a half hours. <laughs> in a row? Consecutive. Did you take time for some pork steak in the middle or not? I, when I finally stopped, I was like, I have to stop. And I, I, I swear my eyeballs were shaking because oh. I was staring at that screen for a second. And this is the PlayStation we have hooked up to the big boy 75-inch TV down in the basement because I'm. what am I going to not hook the PlayStation up to that? Of course I am. Right. Dumb. Good dumb. And I acknowledge how dumb that is, but I got... Man, it was fun. I think... I killed so many pirates. It was awesome. Time away from each other in a healthy relationship is such a good thing. Oh, I yeah. really do. Because, I mean, I love my husband more than life itself. I mean, he's just the best. The gosh darn best. Gosh darn best. But... You know, he is working from home, so he's at home when I get home from work every day. Um, I mean, he really ne- he doesn't really leave the house. He might run a couple errands. If it's nice out, he'll go run you know, the golf course or whatever, but he's home all the time. Mm-hmm. And not that, I mean, it's not like I'm just rolling my eyes and dying for him to go somewhere. Right. But when he used to travel for work or if I take a girl's weekend or something, I mean, there really is something about it. You just can't, you can't wait to get back to seeing each other every day. It's just absence makes the heart grow fonder. Get out of my head. Is that what you're going to say? Just about to say the same yeah. thing. It is, yeah, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have her back. But I've, I've actually, the, I remember the first day I was kind of struggling with it just a little bit. I was like, ah, it sucks she's not here. You know, it was real totally. quiet. Oh, yeah. It was like weird. Oh, and here's the best, the first night, by the way. So the way my house works is since we get up so early, I'm obviously the first one out of bed. And then both dogs immediately come up and occupy the space that I usually lay in. And I'm fine. That I know some men are like, no dogs in the bed. I don't care. Like, that's fine. Go, They can lay in the bed. That's fine. Um... But what's weird is, so, so they're used to my side of the bed. Right. <laughs> so when Katie was gone that first night, these little chump dogs still take my side of the bed, and they would not move. They like that side. So Well, they're used to it. They, it smells like them. So, <laughs> so I've been, most of this week, I've been sleeping on Katie's side of the bed. Oh, my Because they, as soon as I turn, there's the one light that I turn off that is the sign that it's time to go upstairs. And they bolt ahead of me, and they get and they get in my spot. And Dolly always lays at the foot of the bed, and then Hank always lays not near on top of my pillows. I love it. And they just and they won't. I'm like, hey, move over. Hey, move up, Dolly. Hank, come on, come on. And they just they'll perk their head up and they'll look, and then they're like, shut up. You know no, she's gonna lay on that right. side. <laughs> <laughs> very comfortable right here. By the way, <laughs> speaking of Hank and being on the bed, he totally uses the stairs every time now. Oh, good. Yeah, you bought him a little like ramp stairs, you know, so we, you can climb we, up on the bed. We did because we're those pathetic people. I did buy my little dog who is eight years old and jumping up on the bed isn't quite as easy as it used to be. So he does have little doggy stairs that go up to the bed. Hey, I think it's great. I told you I need to get that for my senior citizen boxer, Oscar. He's 11 and he really struggles. And I, I'm always so proud of him. I give him extra kisses when he gets up on the bed. He, you can watch him. He has to like Oof. really like pull it together. Oof. You know, he's like, I can do it. I can do it. And I'll even tell him, I'm like, come on, you can do it. It's it's crazy how our dogs' successes and struggles as dog people, and, and Taylor, I'm sure you as your cat, is if they do something kind of awesome, you're like, that's what I'm talking about. You're so proud. Or if something bad happens, how freaked out you get. Like me, as a as a non-human parent, I was out, uh, it was nice yesterday, so I was throwing the ball for Dolly. We were playing fetch in the yard, and she stepped on a stick or something, or just some sort of little twig. Something poked her in the paw, right? and she went, and she just left this little yelp. Mm-hmm. When she yelps, I can't tell you what triggers in my brain, but I stopped and I sprinted. Are you okay? What's wrong? What is in the yard? <laughs> I'll kill it. Daddy's here. I don't, nobody makes like, like, like Jenny, I hit this beast mode that I didn't know exists inside of me. And all she has to do is yelp a little bit. And I like instantly, I turn red and I'm like, 
F everybody. Like, who messed with my dog? Like, okay, I get protected. I totally get that. Now you just wait till little Kellers come along. Jeez. It's even more intense when it's kids. In fact, like at my daughter's school, I won't go into the details, but there's there's a there's a kid that's just not saying some kind of not so nice things and some creepy things. And um, she came home and she tells me all this. And I mean, I'm so serious when I tell you. I'm like, I get like I I I you know stand up a little straighter like yeah. uh, you know puff the chest, puff the chest out, out yeah. a little bit and I'm and I'm literally thinking like well I could go to jail but I feel like I want to go to school and just kind of knock this kid out you know and I I've I've just told her I said handle it tell the teacher I said you have my permission if he really like gets after you like <laughs> do whatever you need to do like, beat the shit out yeah, of him. yeah. I mean, <laughs> absolutely like, take care of business um but it is crazy how your your heart can just well Jenny what you need to like do that. is just go beat up the parents. I thought I mean, about that too, but then I thought I'll probably for sure go to prison for that one. So, hey, hey squat up! I'll go with you. Let's go. Let's because this this kid, these parents need to learn. You don't mess with Matthew's babies because like no. I'll you're like family to me now. So now I'm like, hey, this these somebody has to die. We're a team. Yes, yeah. someone has to die. Where we burying the bodies? Yes, exactly. Um, I'd also like to share a a very happy moment that happened for the the entire Q104 team, and it just happened yesterday. Shout out to our, our, our boss on our midday. If you listen to Q104, you know Todd Nixon. He does midday show. Uh, he's also the boss. And um, our, our our studio space here, it mm. got a little cluttered recently. And it's one of those things where, like, we have all... And if you sit at a desk with, like, multiple screens and multiple keyboards, you understand that, like, you know, everything needs to be in a certain spot. And things were just getting out of hand. We had, like... I'd have one monitor to my right, but the keyboard would be on the left. And then the key and then the monitor on the left, the keyboard would be like I would have to take two steps to get to the keyboard type. It was dumb. Well, do you ever get I just at home too with certain things. Do you ever get so used to doing things like in the janky way, like that you just get used to it? And right. then and then when things are correct, you almost don't know how to function. Oh, on the show this morning I made a couple of like you, you wouldn't notice it unless you you knew to listen for it because I was able to fix it quick, but I would I would try to make an edit on, or, or try to fix like a, a song that was about to play on the radio. And I kept grabbing the wrong mouse because we moved the mouse. But shout out to Todd because he, uh, we saw like on this desk right here, now we have this little shelf that we just installed so I can put the keyboard underneath this. Now the keyboard is directly underneath the monitor in which we look at. Mm. And I cannot tell you how glorious it is. You just pull the keyboard drawer right out. It's right there. I mean, it is the little things. And then he hung up. We have this whiteboard in the studio, but it was kind of leaning against a window. And, you know, it's fine, but like it just didn't look good and whatever. He, yeah. he actually like bolted it to the wall. It is so funny. Do you do that at home? Can you guys think of an example at your house? Like something that's so broken, and but you just, you've learned how to rig it and live with it. Like, I remember we had toilets before that just didn't flush right or whatever, so you had to, like, open up the back and pull up the thing. You know <laughs> oh, yeah. what I mean? Definitely been there. <laughs> Thankfully, that's not in my current house, but yes, mm-hmm. that has been a... Uh, Same. That has been a situation before. Katie's ready to uh, totally remodel the house, by the way. She's, like, she's tired of the fact that our laundry, like, our our, our closet is upstairs, but our laundry is downstairs. Yeah, I had and that in a house once. It makes she, no sense. She is ready to, like, she's like, you know, babe, for $30,000, we can get... <laughs> The plumbing redone, and we can we can literally have the washer and dryer right, right there in here. our closed closet, which I am here for, and is a very smart idea. But sh- and it, it, this our whole bathroom needs to be remodeled. Like it's got this jacuzzi tub, which was great in 1998, but I don't need a jacuzzi tub in my bathroom. We're not bath take. You rather, know what though? Hold up on that. No, when you, no, no. Because when you have kids, they gotta have a bath. Because in the only reason this I know this for a 
is because at our house that we built that we're in now, in their bedrooms, which are upstairs, the builder was like, well, I think you should just put showers. And I'm like, that's wonderful. My kids were like two and four at the time. I'm like, they're not they're not taking showers at two and four. I need bathtubs. So we did. We put in bathtubs. Well, now that they're older, I wish it was showers because that makes more sense. Well, we still have a bathtub upstairs. You still have a bathtub. Guest, yeah, because you got to have room. a bathtub. Yeah, we'll have a bathtub. But this And this is the... You know, in our in our mansion, because you know, Jenny, we like to compare our mansions all the time to each other. Totally. And and, and so in our main bath, this is this is the bathroom that's attached to our master bed. So this is our bathroom. I got so it's, it. It, we don't need a tub in there. We have a totally. guest. The, the other bathroom upstairs has the tub, the full size bathtub. It's fine. Speaking of bathrooms, my husband recently Uh-oh. bought all new toilet seats for every toilet in our house. Mm-hmm. You're lying. I said, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, you have to you have to replace these after so long." And I'm like. Why? What? Okay. No, you just clean I've it. I've never heard of that either. You just are clean your heated? toilet. No, I They're wish. They're not special. I wish. No. Well, no, they are kind of special. They're the kind that like, <laughs> you don't slam them down. They, they go, ooh. Oh, you like soft I mean? closed soft cabinet cl- drawers. Yeah, Same yes. thing. But he, that's not why he put them in. He put them in because he says this is a thing people do. You replace your toilet seats. I have never heard of that before. No. Oh, we have to bring this up on the radio show and totally. get callers. I've never heard that before in my life. I, I need to ask my wife about this too. I'm serious. I ha- he said he even said put it out there on the radio. I guarantee people will say yeah, we change our toilet seats. I am telling you right now. I've never I've never heard of that. Heard and of that. That's <laughs> not a simple job either. It's not terribly I mean, complicated, right. but it's not easy either. Well, just it took a, a bit of his day to do it because he did all the toilets. Okay. I. What a time to be alive. Speaking of what, again, it, if you're new to us, welcome. One of the things that's hilarious, I think, in my life that a lot of people seem to like is that I have no problem telling you that I am not the handyman in my relationship. My wife is a huge handyman. She has all the power tools, everything in the house. She literally has remodeled two of our bathrooms under her own power. Which like, is she, funny like she, to me. So she's been out of town, and we needed some tools to put up the, the stuff in the studio. You're reading my mind. That's exactly the story I was yeah. going to tell, is that... Between me and and Todd, he's like, we need to get some power tools in here. And I didn't even say like I or we. I was like, oh, Katie's got a drill and some drill bits and some wall anchors. <laughs> so I just brought in all of Katie's tools. I was impressed though, Mike. I have to say that you knew what to bring in because if somebody said go into Matthew's, you know, tool bin in the garage and and, and get those things, I would have no idea what to actually bring. So congratulations. And here comes Todd. And then so Todd's like, if you get me the tools, I'll do it. I'm yeah. like, all right. And so here he comes. You know, yeah, Todd's one of those people. He's kind of like my husband in that way. I feel like he can kind of do fix anything. My, I mean, my husband will watch a YouTube tutorial if he doesn't know how to do something and figure it out. I'm wildly impressed by that because you know for me, not call somebody. I have no idea. Yeah, they are figure outers. Mm-hmm. They're figure outers. Figure outers. They just this is what needs to be done. Oh wait, this whiteboard is heavy. We need wall anchors. Okay, I've got it. it so if I is that how? Okay, I'd only read the instructions. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can do it. And then they do it. Tater, that's something I don't know about you. Are you a handy person like that? Can you fix stuff? I have. I remember one time I had my 85 Caprice Classic and the starter mm. was going out. And my friend and I, and he, he knows a little bit more about cars than I ever did. And we put on a starter. Let's say there was parts left over. Right. And I didn't know what they were, but the car started out fine, but it did make a loud screeching noise when it did start it. But hey, it started, so but we're good. Hey, it started. You forgot the anti-screech mess mechanism, the ASM. Oh, but right. I, I will tell you this. I did notice, Mike, when you walked in that the keyboard is where it is now and the whiteboard is on the wall. You were a little bricked up. Were you bricked up? You were bricked he up. He threw it in. Oh! Yep, there you go. Great job. Oh, he wins. Great job. Yeah. I forgot. I, I completely forgot. forgot. Too. So did I. 
Hey, good recall. Great job. That was mm, awesome. I knew you'd be very excited, so I knew you'd be bricked yeah, up about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, they're good. I, I just I appreciate everything about Todd doing that and my wife providing the tools. I, we should erect a statue in their honor. For sure. No doubt about that. Oh it wouldn't gosh. be that hard to do. I no. no, it really wouldn't. How about that running back for Cleveland, old Nick Chubb over there? <laughs> <laughs> That's a guy's actual name. Can we talk about unfortunate names? <laughs> Like, thank God he's just this huge running back. Like, you would never make fun of him because if you made fun of his last name, he would beat the crap out of you. <laughs> now, there was a guy that uh, was in our neighborhood. His name was Don Har. No joke. And you know, if you looked him up in a phone book, you'd be looking up for a hard on. <laughs> yep, hard on. <laughs> so the joke was, and people probably, what is a phone book? But I mean, oh. if you seriously in the white pages, you're looking for a hard on. You are. And so. <laughs> For a hard on, hard on. How about the greatest? Ar- arguably, I wouldn't think he's the great. I don't think he'd do well in today's NFL because he's still too violent. How about legendary Chicago Bears linebacker Dick Butkus? Come on, no, what a name! Come on, and he's like one of the greatest football players in history. And his name was Dick Butkus. You gotta grow up if your name is Dick Butkus. You better grow up tough because you gotta beat some kids up for making fun of your name. Who names their kid that? If you're the Butkus family, mm. you think you know what the first, you know what I'm gonna name my son Dick. Like what? I went to high school with a, a, a lot guy. of dicks in here. <laughs> Shout out Miles. Very nice guy whose last name is Seaman, and you know, and it's his last name, so like he doesn't think anything of it, you know. And it was just once we all figured out what that was later in life. It's like I mean, it's how would you go through life with that? I don't know. That he does, was never embarrassed about it. Obviously, I don't, that you know what that does seem interesting. What if his name was Dick Seaman? <laughs> Richard Seaman. Ah, we go get him. And then you if, know there's a Richard Seaman out there. And then what if he decided, what do you want to do with your life after high school? He joined the Navy. Oh, no. And he was Seaman Seaman. <laughs> so the interesting thing that we did when you were talking about the, uh, the disgusting words in the English language is number, what was it, number five we couldn't say on the radio? Moist. Or oh, we no, didn't. right. Number five was... Uh, Schwack or something. What was it? No, it was splooge. Splooge. So I had somebody message me later that night at like 9.30 and I wake up. I didn't see the message and I woke up to it. It's like, hey, uh, what was number five on the list? And I said, splooge. And she goes, uh, it was a, she goes, oh, well, I guess I really don't know what that means. So I I, I said, semen. And she was like, oh, well, you guys were talking about uh, <laughs> cracking jokes about... <laughs> And she said, it's funny because she just she's a very attractive girl. She was like, you guys were joking about nutting the other day. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. No, what are no. we talking about? We were not about talking about nutting on the radio. I'm sorry. Just, this is, I know. It's just off the rails what people talk about. I think we need to put like, like an what? R rating on this one. This podcast is not for children. None of our podcasts That's are for children. That's also true. <laughs> <laughs> like we're catering to the youth of America. <laughs> I feel like nine-year-olds don't have the intention span to listen to a podcast, like any podcast ever. That's like, also true. A podcast is something that you enjoy more as an adult as a kid, I think, Yeah, than, than as a kid. Um, that's really all I got for that's this week. That's all I got. Everybody good? Anybody, any, anybody need to get anything else off their mm. chest? We're gonna, I'll never forget that, by the way. The fact that we literally, mm. we're going through this list of like the top 10 most disgusting sounding words. And Jenny, you didn't pre-read them. So you got to number five, and I saw your eyes get really big. And this is live on the radio. We're just little. Number six is mucus. Number five. Oh, I, I can't say that one on the radio. Oh, my God. It's just a word that nobody uses. That's why I think a few people were like, I don't even know what that means. I'm 45. Don't know what that means. Somebody texted in. It's so like, what we did was, because uh, I was like, oh, my gosh, what do we do here? And so we just got 
very honest with our audience. We said, hey, look, number five, we can't say it. But I understand that can be frustrating as an adult audience member. Be like, come on, I want to know what it is. So we just told people, tech, if, if you want to know, it's adult, it's vulgar. If you want to know, text us and we'll tell you know, ask us what's number five, we'll tell you. It's we must have gotten 150 text messages. What's number five? And then so the way it works is we don't just have like an iPhone in the studio. It's it's a computer program. And like a lot of businesses use it so that their customers can just text with them. It's very handy. And so but it's like, you know, just like in your phone, it's every contact and then the most recent text. So every, we have a whole bunch of this list of different texts just saying, what's number five? What's number five? What's number five? And then when we send a response, that response shows up too. So after our show's done, Todd takes over. He opens the text and all he sees is, is splooge, 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 going all the way down the text line. Nice. Oh, so gross. Oh, Jenny, I can't wait to hear about your daughter's... Uh, mm, the puberty talk? The, pu- the pube talk, I'll yeah, give you the me. whole recap Well, I got a week. quick question about that. So back in the day, whenever we were in school, they yeah. showed like these stupid videos. Yeah. I mean, w- w- they show videos now, or they're just trying to dumb it down, or what? Honestly, I mean, like Tater, a YouTube when video? I t- when I tell you, I have no idea what they're going to do. And, and, I, and I remember having to take a letter home to my mom when we had that, mm-hmm. because it kind of laid out what was going to happen, I, I thought. I wonder if maybe... Uh, it might be now they just the teacher can send a, the the educational video straight to their iPads. They just all watch it on their iPads. I don't know, but I'm really curious and I can't wait to hear the follow-up questions from the kids because I'm sure she'll share it with Miles and then Miles will have questions too. So could you, could you obtain a copy of a video if they watch it and we could watch and react to it on YouTube because that would be hilarious. I have no idea, but I'll certainly look into it. That would be fantastic. She'll be like, that's why that kid gets bricked up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, again, we don't know why you listen to this ridiculousness. I, yeah. We certainly appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the Morning After podcast, and uh, talk to you next week. Bye.